so tonight I have the privilege of stepping into a space on my podcast with Benjamin, also known as Ben Valdez, and my spiritual son and my biological son, who is spiritual. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? We're working the curls tonight. Extroverted, all three of us. We all have naturally curly hair. I'm looking at both you and you both have like very defined curls. Make me a little insecure, but it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I'm rocking the fluff we, tonight. We can help you, Cole. We can, no, it's we fine. can teach you our we can teach you no, our ways. We don't know the hair spirit, so it's it's fine. I'm still upset the day I was I wasn't in the gym when I found out that you had straightened your hair. I'm still <laughs> mad about that and still bitter to this day because I I was there to witness it, and two people I know were there to witness it, and I'm like. What the crap, man? And all I remember is just every time I got the same word, it was just voluminous. Like, and he was just like, dude, you understand? Ben's hair was just like, it's like, wow. It was just like so long. And just like, I was, he was like, eyes, size, 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 and also, and he couldn't describe it. And I was like, he's like, what, voluminous? And he was like, yeah, that's it. He was like, it's just so silky. It was crazy. I've never seen anything like it. And I was like, he straightened it, I guess. And I was yeah. like, dude. Ben's, Ben's a hair god. Yeah. Take us, you guys take us into your origin story of how you met. (laughs) That is really, that hits hard. I was working my shift at the coffee shop that I worked at at the time. Same shift every morning, Um, except this was slightly different because I worked on a weekend, which I don't normally do actually. But this, I just decided to pick up an extra shift because, you know, why not? So it was a Saturday morning and... This one in particular was our town's, which I don't even know if I realized this at the time. So I was already kind of like upset about it because I knew I was going to be dead. But uh, that was the same day where it was our town's uh, market days, which I usually never care about it. And I never go to it because I think, you know, I'm never really interested in it. One of my coworkers who started becoming a friend at the time came in. She was freaking out and she was like, oh, no, no, no. like, dude, check out this stuff that I found that I got at market days. And I was like, I was like, where'd you get this stuff? She's like, from Market Days. I was like, no, you didn't get that from Market Days. Thrifted graphic tees, cool pants, all this stuff that I'm interested in. And so she's like, you gotta come check it out. And I was like, okay. So then I get off work. I went to check it out. Uh, pop-up tent filled with all this amazing stuff. I was just amazed with it. Who is running the stand? But a group of guys that are like, actually like around my age, which shocked me completely. And I just get welcomed by these group of guys that are super nice. And, just, and they're just like, yo. And I don't think I bought anything that day. Because I don't know if I got paid yet. I mean, I was in my like space. I felt like this was like like my kind of like vibe. My kind of space that I just would love to be surrounded by. And so I was just like, this is so cool. I'm definitely coming back. So I think it was the next day that I came back. I'd gotten paid. And I ba- I think I announced that I had just gotten paid. So I started <laughs> piling all these shirts and everything. And I was basically pretty much not even exaggerating. Treated like royalty. I mean, I remember specifically, typically, Ben, I still remember you and Ike popping up, pulling up the chair, pulling up the chair for me. You pulled it up and you were like, dude, lay, lay your stuff right here. Lay your stuff right here. Don't worry about it. And just everything. And I was just like, this is how I'm be treated every day. But like, it was just like, but I genuinely knew you were like, like, these guys are cool. Like, these guys are nice. Like, they are just, I like, I knew that. And I was just like, wow you know and i bought i did buy like a lot of stuff that day i probably bought like i, I had no regrets about it because there's some stuff that i still have in my closet that i wear to this day 
then over time, I saw Ben and Ben saw me, but we didn't really like know know each other. Now that I discovered this space and now that I discovered that you guys existed, I was like looking forward. I was counting the days that market days was going to come. And the thing I think was just so special to me at the time, all my friends would constantly tell me how much I needed to go thrifting. The fact that you guys had made this kind of space that actually a, a place that actually just made me feel like good inside was just like super awesome. So I look forward to it all the time. Then I think it was probably like around the like third or fourth time that I had met you that I was like, I remember like meeting all three of you guys, but I remember specifically talking more with you. I was like, I don't say this very often, but I think there was a definite spiritual level of like a connection that I felt with you that I was just like, I really connected with this dude. I just was like, I want to get to know this person better. I feel like that's the element you bring to any room that you're in. Shout out to Dropout Vintage because 830 Vintage, right, has now become Dropout. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can find them on Instagram. Is it just, is it Dropout Vintage? Is that their handle on Instagram? Yeah. 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 yeah they have a storefront. It's awesome. Mm. Great price points in, in San Antonio, Texas, down near the Pearl. They do ship a lot of their stuff to anywhere in the United States. So, this is true this is true it's on lockdown oh yeah free advertising free advertising for dropout vintage we love ike and aaron and ben had his beginnings with with all those guys and they're just they're great dudes yeah i mean we did we looked forward to just the synergy and the friendship and i felt that joy when we would go and hang out and just look forward to those weekends at market days and uh Mm -hmm. go and snag some some really great clothes but but ben you know just that connecting point and then that evolving i've seen you bring that element to everything that you do just that relational component and aspect of how you invest in others and that you're so intentional in your life whether you are you know one-on-one or in a group or going out to dinner uh, and then also with with training your clients yeah so at that time when me and cole initially met i was in partnership with Ike, Aaron, and Travis, um, we had kind of created this conglomerate brand, Aprio Vintage, and we were selling vintage clothes. Um, it was just this random offshoot venture that allowed me to think uh, critically like an entrepreneur, which was really awesome, and build a lot of connections in Bernie. And it has led to this spiral of, of, of a beautiful web that I now... I'm not the center of, but get to be a part of, and I'm very grateful for that. So many things um, have happened since then. I ended up leaving that business um, to pursue my career in physical health and training. Vintage Shop would have been around 2021. I wrapped up my final sales, and I started my education as a personal trainer. The whole reason I wanted to be a physical trainer was because I had this deep, deep desire to know my body well and to bring it beyond its baseline of performance. My mantra that I always communicate with every client that I come into contact with, there is a baseline that our body desires to operate that operate at. As we age and as we move through our life, as we spend time with our families, Um, invest in our careers, all of these things inevitably stack on top of each other and they bring us below our baseline of operation physically. It is 
up to us to work against the things that we're already doing to bring us here, right? And once we get to that point, we can actually begin to go above and beyond that baseline so that we never have to get to a point where we're tired or we're exhausted and uh, we're in pain. I suffered from a really severe case of runner's knee. I've torn my ankles multiple, multiple times, and I've had pretty serious injuries to my shoulder. And these weren't, you know, athletic injuries. I was never really an athletic person growing up. These were just from living life. These were, you know, unknown caused injuries that really, really set me back and really caused me to have a lot of limitation in what I could do and how I could enjoy life. And when I was able to get out of that pain, the thing that I was thinking of the most is, wow, I never want anyone to feel this again. And I want people to feel empowered to have the tools so that they can also walk out of their pain. And so that was pretty much my mission when I became a personal trainer. And as I've grown in my career, it has certainly evolved. And I've really been more interested in the performance aspects. Um, but at its base and core, you know, I've, you know, I want to move people out of pain into a place of healing with their bodies. So that is what I am primarily focused now. I have multiple certifications on corrective exercise and nutrition. And so this has really given me a super solid platform to give people the tools and resources they need to live a better lifestyle. And I am so proud of my clients. And Julia, I know you can attest to this as well. When you see people who are broken, who have these limitations, whether it's physically or emotionally and mentally, and you're able to guide them into this place. And, you know, sometimes it just feels like you show up and there is just no hope for you. And you just feel like you're never going to get better. Yeah. Um, but as you just stay disciplined to the process and you have that contingency, over time, we're literally able to track, this is where you were and this is where you are now. And that is such a powerful, powerful motivator for each and every one of my clients. And it's something that I love to display. It really just brings me joy and pride in the people that I train, that they are living pain-free lives. It's so good. I love that. I, when you're talking, I was thinking about how many times we've had the conversation about mobility, flexibility, stretching, mm -hmm. paying attention to those areas that Sometimes we're, we just think, I mean, how important is it really? Right. And as we've talked about, it's a significant, even an essential component to achieve sustainability. Mm -hmm. Looking at your physical journey, not as that you're just doing it for a week or a month or a 90 day transformation, but that if you really want to make this a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. pulling in those elements into your journey that are so, that are so important because it, as you said, that word, it, it really lays a strong foundation and Absolutely. being able to pull those, pull those aspects in uh -huh. and you're willing to do the details and stay the path and do the things that a lot of people don't want to do, uh -huh. then it increases your mobility. It increases your capacity to be able to do more right just a little bit about stretching and strength training in general one of um, rising theories when it comes to muscle growth 
is that muscle growth is fully potentiated when we bring that muscle to the greatest stretch possible under load, right? So what this means is if we have a bicep curl, right? Our bicep is fully stretched when we lock out our elbows, right? And so if we're able to fully lock out our elbows and curl from there, that elbow lockout, when you're holding weight, that gives you the most potential for muscle growth. Now, there is a ton of research to show that this is the case. And so just at a baseline, though, when I do evaluations um, of myself and of my clients, it's more the case that we are locked up from the stress and from the repetitive movement patterns that we uh, perform every single day. And so one of the things I strongly suggest for anyone listening to this who is going on their own fitness journey, whether it's on your own with a group of individuals or with a trainer, is to focus on becoming mobile and becoming strong in all ranges of motion. Because being strong in all ranges of motion is going to give you the most potential, not only for muscle growth, but for stability, balance, retaining, though, that flexibility, believe it or not. Retaining your flexibility has so much to do with developing strength in those new ranges of motion. If you only train your bicep curl uh, of a very short, from a very short distance from, we'll say, hands to the shoulders to just away from the shoulders, just enough so it doesn't hurt, right? You're only going to be strong in that range and your body's going to prefer to be set in there. So now you're going to have these, you know, T-Rex arms all the time because you only trained in this really, really tiny range. It gets you locked up actually. And so you have to teach your body to force itself open with these loads. And then that's when it tells the muscles, oh, we got to relax and then be able to pull all the way back in. So really cool concepts there. Um, I did. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to go back and make a comparison to what you were talking about when it comes to strength training. Yes, it is something that you want to do for the rest of your life. You need to make it a lifestyle. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I really wanted to compare that to the work that you do um, with the spiritual restoration that is important for all of us. You have helped me in a in a number of ways, but uh, primarily with my spiritual health. And I'm so grateful for that. And it's been something that, to be totally honest with you, I thought I only had to do one time for a few months. And in the, let's see now, it's almost like two years since we have um, worked together. Yeah. It has been shocking to me to realize that spiritual growth and, and just maintaining the restoration and the healing that God has already given to us, right? Mm. is an ongoing process. And I think the, like, the, the most hilarious example of this, and, and I feel like it's God being like, hey, like maybe you should follow your mentors. Is I swear <laughs> every time I call you, Juliet, you're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm journaling. Hey, Juliet, <laughs> what's going on? I'm, you know, in the word. And I'm like, this lady... She's always just restoring your soul. Like, come on, like, let's just like, get with the program. And 
as I've gone through different events um, since this process that me and you went through, I've realized that it's critical to go back to those foundational um, concepts of healing. And, you know, it's the same thing with our bodies. It's so important that we maintain a certain level of physical activity, physical mobility, physical stability, so that we don't, you know, fall below that, what that baseline, right? just wanted to highlight that as well. That's so good. I, you know, I'm thinking on a human level, that's just because I'm working through all my issues. <laughs> I pre- I appreciate the, the, uh, the acceptance and the, um, and so honoring your words. Um, but on a serious level, I mean, really thank you for, I love you and thank you for what you've said. And as I said earlier, it's truly an honor. Anytime I get a phone call from you or a text or, you know, just, just to be able to connect. And it's, it's just been an absolute joy to, to walk through life with you this last couple of years and, and be able to witness your growth and for you to help me grow. Um, For those of you that read the show notes on my podcast, I've been so fortunate and blessed because Ben has been my co-producer. He came over for hours and hours and taught me how to edit my podcast and all the little nuances and the sounds. And then I'm so grateful for the time that you spent with me and invested in me and how much you've helped me grow, because that's something that I have always prayed and asked God to surround me beyond my own biological children is to surround me with young adults, uh, young adult males and, and females, because I believe that it's essential to have those that are younger than us, our age, older than us. You know, we, we have something to learn from everybody and it's, it's been such a gift to dive into conversations with you as, as a man and, witnessing you go through different relationships with uh you know with others and seeing your your wisdom and your capacity and and I love that because I was actually going to say hey could you pull in <laughs> because that's just how my brain works the whole time you're talking about your training and and all these different aspects of it I was thinking soul care soul care so you know me well you brought you brought us you brought us back around and brought us full circle and And I so believe in everything about you. I believe in you and I believe in your work. And I love that you teach your clients what you live out because you shared with me and Cole, the amount of time that you spend practicing your mobility, focusing on your own flexibility, how long you stretch, you know, you, you do the things that people don't want to do. And because you choose to do that, your performance is off the charts. I want to be able to convey everything that has happened in my life up to this point, because every single day as I've, especially in this month, um, literally the day before my competition, there has been things daily that God has revealed to me that I want you to do this. You need to rest in me here. You need to submit this. You need to grow in this area. 
if you desire to move forward here and you need to do it through me, not with me and not certainly not without me. I have been very, very, very blessed again with amazing mentors and mothers like yourself and with some other people that have really just encouraged me and been at the right place at the right time to give me um, a light to show me the narrow road that I need to walk on so that I can um, glorify God in what I do ultimately. That's kind of my vision for the rest of my life. I was actually talking to a friend yesterday, always talk, have these conversations where I always felt like I really resonated with him. We're talking about the process of growth and the process of application and how it is, you know, this butterfly effect where you have to like shed your skin or like lobster has to shed its skin or else it kind of gets compressed by its shell. Right. Yeah. And um, I realized that I honestly just don't vibe with that anymore because it's so reliant on yourself. And that's not our ultimate purpose is just self-growth for the purpose of self-growth. That's just meaningless, just like everything else, right? When you analyze and separate the atoms from each other, that's not, we, we, we don't get meaning from that. God puts meaning into those, into why they are the way they are and where they're going to go. That's what's more important. You know, while I still desire to have all of those, you know, tools and resources available to me so that I can continue to grow, it is for the purpose of resting in God. And that is, that's a hard thing to do. It's sacrificial for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess ultimately what I really want to, what I want my whole life to convey it's not something that I want to talk about. It's not something I want to banter about as I want it to be my life's work. So that's the mm. goal. Your life's work, man. That's so good. I love mm-hmm. that. It's not what you do. It's who you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like as we grow and evolve and be mm-hmm. in that state of being. And I, I have watched you, your journey this pilgrimage in the sense that you've been on. I've also, I have had the honor of sitting with you in some really difficult places. And I have seen you, seen you shed some skin, but not just for the sake of shedding skin, but because I watched you work it out. Mm -hmm. Like I saw you work through the process. Like you have, you have, and you continue to do the work Mm -hmm. in your life and to see the fruit of that be a witness to your growth in every area of your life, personally and professionally. And one of the most treasured components of our relationship has been you as as a young adult man inviting me in. Yes, mentor, you know, you're a son to me, but we're friends. It's just been an honor to really walk life with you and for you to walk life with our family. And of course, Cole is on here with us and you're here because shout out to Cole. Shout out to Cole. My, my biological son. <laughs> being in your life and being present with you, man, it's been, it's been amazing to see you go from those early stages and then watching you develop professionally. I mean, just It's just so great, like seeing your training spreadsheets and like all your contacts. And then you're Mm -hmm. about to step into 
mm-hmm. a competition that's super exciting. And uh, I'd love for Cole to speak to that too, because I know he'll be there with you tomorrow. Yeah. So let's roll. Take us into that piece of it. What are you doing tomorrow? Yeah, so at the time of this recording, it's on a Friday. The next day on Saturday, I will be participating in a rock climbing competition. Um, This is particularly um, special to me in a number of ways. The first reason being it's the entire reason why I am in the career that I am in today. Before I was into physical fitness, I had moved to Colorado when I graduated out of high school. I moved alone and I was looking for something new. I was looking for something fresh. And I was in a very serious identity crisis. Oh, yes, that quarter life identity crisis. So um, (laughs) I discovered rock climbing and I quickly fell in love with it for just its beauty of combining strength, movement, agility, athleticism. And it really made me desire to have a body that worked at a capacity that could sustain this athletic endeavor. And so when I moved back to Texas, I realized two things. One, there's no mountains here. And two, that I wanted to keep doing it. And so oddly enough, the city that we live in has two freaking amazing bouldering gyms in San Antonio, downtown area. And so I committed to training at these gyms for, it's been five years now since I've, um, since I moved back. So I've been training at these gyms for the last five years. The district um, climbing gym has been my home for my body. And so rock climbing has a very special place in my heart as being the thing that brought me to where I am today. And um, it has really shown me how to push myself. It has shown me how to develop community in unique ways. It has shown me um, discipline. Um, but most importantly, it really showed me a healthy way that I could enjoy life. And so um, it really does restore my soul in this on indescribable way every time on the wall. I swear I have this just spiritual experience every time in the wall. And, you know, I will admit not everyone will have that when they get on there. They're probably going to say that their forearms are on fire. But um I truly do have this spiritual experience where my mind is able to just connect my body in a way that I don't find anywhere else in my life. Um, I've continued to maintain this passion just as a reminder of all the things that I've accomplished um, up to date and uh, Mm. to stay humble, really. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, good. You just like, it sounds like when you're there, everything else fades and you get like your mind is your senses that may feel scattered. Like you get recentered and it's like a, just like a reset for you. I mean, I know you've shared with me before how, how much it means to you. And I remember the first time you started talking about it, I was like, this is like his happy place. And this is where his soul comes alive. I mean, I ask people in interviews all the time, like, what brings you joy? And when I think about you, I'm like, rock climbing. (laughs) That brings Ben joy. And 
and food because you're a foodie and you love to cook and you're an amazing cook. Um, I would love to just go, um, go to Cole for, for just a minute because Ben, you, you've really played a significant role in Cole's life. And then my other son, Camden, who's just a little bit younger, um, both, both adults now, but you have played a role in being at our, our local gym and them starting off and knowing that you were going to be there. And for both of them, it's, it's really had an impact on their, yes, their physical bodies and how they feel and their mobility, but their mental health. I know that all three of us are extremely passionate about mental health. And for my company, for Wildwell, what I say is a free mind and a healed body. When you free your mind, your body follows. And I believe it's, it's spirit, soul, and body, heart, mind, and will. We, we are here to take care of every part and steward every part of ourselves. So Cole, I would love to hear you share about how that's impacted that physical component that you've stepped into a space with Ben. And then tell us what, what you're going to be doing tomorrow with Ben too. But if you want to speak to that for a moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I think though, like you saying that though, like really like, because not a lot of people talk about that. Not a lot of people talk about like when it comes like uh, the spiritual aspect of like working out and taking care of your body. I think there are certain things that God put in us that is kind of like our, like our element. And so we feel like we get on a very like spiritual level of what we feel and what we can do when we're in that space. And I know that when I'm in the gym, I don't, that's a place where I don't necessarily feel something like that, but I know it's something where I need to like push myself. And I know that like, like my brother and then like you, like have definitely helped me. And then, and then my cousin as well, like all three, all like the four of us, like back and forth, you guys have helped me a lot. It's like definitely like a, like a mental like challenge is it's like, when it comes to different things, like going back to like the spiritual aspect, it's like, okay, like when I, I think specific things that I do, like yoga, I get in a space where it's really, really, I mean, it's really hard to describe. I just feel like for a moment, it's just like, there's no one else around me and it's just me. And, you know, like I'm laying on this mat and, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, like, um, that's like my favorite part after each workout is like you go through these because you know yoga it's like a constant motion and so you're going and going and going and going you're not that you don't stop at all you know it's constantly going like there's certain part there's certain different workouts where it's like a little bit more like like more beginner friendly where you kind of like take pauses and everything there's like ones where it's just like you're literally like a wave in the ocean you're just constantly moving there's like that moment at the end where it's like resting pose and it's at the end of each workout and you just sit there and you breathe and you breathe deeper and deeper. And it actually gets to a point where they tell you to take in as much air as you can take, possibly take in, which is even cooler because it's like you activate like a, a certain thing where you're like, I didn't know my lungs could even take in that much air. And then it's like you breathe out that last breath and you're just like, you just feel this like peace and I'll have my headphones on and I'll just feel like, wow, it's nothing. It's just me. But then I like, I feel like that's where I can feel like I need to hear God the most because like, I feel like there's just like how my brain works is that like, I, 
it's really hard for me to take in people and pay attention to people sometimes. And the thing is, is that's hard because I love doing that the most. I love taking in people and paying attention to people. But I feel like when I'm doing something like that, I'm in a space where it's just me and me and him. There's nothing else. There's no distractions. There's no voices. There's nothing. There's not. And, and that's actually what they tell you in yoga. Like in the very, in the, in that's in that resting, in that resting pose is that they're just like, don't think about anything else. Let everything, every piece of stress fall off of you. Don't think about anything else. You don't need to. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. I actually really need that. And so it's like, I know people joke about yoga being totally kumbaya. It's just what it is. It's just like the kind of like stereotype that it has now. But I do feel like there is a spiritual level to it where you're kind of like in your element. I feel like when you say that, I do, I do see that when you're in the rock climbing gym, I do see the element that you have where you are, where it's just like you and you're just like, you know, I kind of joke about like, you know, you getting in your mode and everything, but I do feel like you are like, you do have like a focus when you're in there, you have an ability to just be in the zone and really push yourself now for like, now for like, for me, like when I'm in the gym, I, I, I do love pushing myself and I do love doing that because I'm, I'm that type of person. But the thing is, is that even though I'm that type of person, you know, my insecurities tend to overtake me and, and I allow them to hold myself back a lot of times, even though I, I can really push myself. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people actually get surprised how much I can push myself and how much I can actually do. I think a lot of people underestimate. They're like, holy crap, that's crazy. I didn't know you could do that. But the thing is, is that people very, very rarely get to see that because of how I allow so much. A lot of times I let those insecurities take over. And I mean, I feel like that's a lot of reasons why some people don't even go into the gym in the first place is because they allow and they make it and they make the agreement with those insecurities and allow them to take over and they don't even like they're not even going to look at a gym because they're just so and i feel like that's why people like you are so important like personal trainers it's like you allow people to see a different version of themselves they don't they didn't see before you allow people to to feel comfortable in that space because that's the thing is like there's never going to be a better day and there's never going to be a better time to step into that space you have to push forward and you have to move into that space and it was just like insanely hard because like even today, even though I've gone to the gym for almost a year now, I still struggle and I fluctuated so much within that space of like staying focused in it and then just leaving it entirely. I've gone back and forth so many times and I feel like that's, you know, it's a very big struggle that not a lot of people realize. I mean, it's even like, you know, a lot of people like people who struggle with their weight. So many people, I think, constantly say the one thing that actually like kind of irritates me because we're in this weird which i understand it because we're in this weird like uh era i guess you would say but it's like people who like struggle with their weight and people who are overweight um you know it's just like you know just stop eating just stop doing this just go to the gym and it's like i understand why people are saying that because a lot of people are trying to promote that lifestyle and saying you can be whatever you want to be and it's like yeah but not a lot of people want to do that they're they're not they're not wanting to be the best version of themselves. They're just accepting a version of themselves that they don't feel like they can change because the, because of what the world has told you. And so it's like this weird, interesting back and forth thing to have two sides. People do want to change and they want to have that ability, but you know, it's not that easy. There's a lot of insecurities that hold them back. There's a lot of things that they've accepted that they've made agreements with. And so they don't feel like they can do anything about it anymore. They don't feel like they can move forward 
And so that's why I feel like personal trainers are so, so like important. It's like, it's not, it's not about just these people telling you what to do. It's not about these people just like telling you what weight you need to do, what exercise you need to do, how much fat you can lose, you know, all this stuff. Because what you do, what I've seen you do, what you've done with me is you have the ability to connect with people, like figure out where they are, figure out where they at, but also push them and show them how they can unlock the best version of themselves. And so I feel like I've seen that and I've witnessed that. And it's a really beautiful thing. And it's really, really awesome. And I feel like to be able to see you and witness you in your element like that is just incredible. And it's awesome. I hope that as time goes on, that we can push forward for that better generation of people who are out there who want to promote the kind of healthiness who want to promote. Because I know I do. I know you do. I know we all, all three of us want to. And I hope that we can have the ability to do that. And I think tomorrow is also like a, a, a kind of going to be like a, a statement of that, of being and pushing yourself to be the best version of yourself. Because when it's, uh, witnessing some of the training that you've done for this tomorrow, for the competition tomorrow is I've seen you push yourself to a limit that's absolutely insane, flat out tired, just wow. And you still do it. And you still do things that it's just like, wow. And, you know, sometimes I know you're like, oh, man, which was a little bit better though, but it's like, I definitely think you're going to kill it tomorrow. And I think it's going to be really, really cool. I think it's going to be awesome. Dude, thank you so much. Uh, I, absolutely. It's such a privilege to be able to work with people and to um, not just work with them at the level that they are, but to see the potential that they could have. And I'm so grateful to be, if any one of my clients is listening to this, I am so, so grateful to be training with you. And it is so powerful to see every single one of y'all coming in, showing up, doing the good work, and then repeating that process. It's incredible. And I promise its rewards will be fruitful. Both of you, like, I just, this is so good. I was just like hearing both of you talk. I'm like, heck yes, <laughs> I keep going. And I think about like, just to, to on the heels of what you said, Cole, even what you just, what you just shared, Ben, it's like, we are here to facilitate for them to begin to have a dialogue and a conversation with themselves first, for them to realize the greatness that is on the inside of them, for them to realize their capacity is so much greater than what they ever thought possible. And to push through into those limitations, you know, Cole, you, you said quite a few times the agreements that we've made in the, with the insecurities and you know, that pain has a way even in, in the gym and in training and exercising and really waking up, waking up our bodies and waking up muscles that have just been asleep for a really long time. And, and Ben, you said the word process earlier, that it is a process and it encourages my heart to know that we're all, every human being on planet earth is going to be in process for the rest of our lives. And that's, that doesn't drain me that, that excites me. Like I get so stoked when I hear someone else talk about the process that they're in and that they're staying the path, those lies that we have to disarm you know, the insecurities call that you were sharing about in the gym. And, you know, it, it is, you're absolutely right that people just make it sound sometimes it's just so easy. And it's like getting in the gym is just, is just one 
one step in the process. It is working through what, what we deal with mentally every second of every day, day to day and on a weekly basis. It's overcoming those mental obstacles. I call it the mental perspiration and just that mental, just the sweating and the toil and the turmoil that we go through in our minds to help people understand what another human goes through to even, to even think about stepping foot into a gym, because it's not necessarily about the quote unquote gym. It's about what that entails. It's about what that represents for them and their life and, and what they're going to overcome. I'm just so thankful and grateful and so freaking excited to have this conversation with both of you. And I want to say thank you for saying yes and stepping into the space for the podcast. And I can't wait to extend this conversation more because I really do want to hear more about mentally what you've continued to work through because mm. I know that you have been doing some things physically to prepare. You are, you are a man who is all about the preparation. <laughs> preparation meets opportunity. Uh, you are a very good steward, strong steward of, of uh, what's entrusted to you. I've watched that in your life. And so I can't wait to hear. I'm elated to see all of it and then to have you back and hear from you again. So yeah, thank you so much, Julia. It's been such a blessing to hear your encouragement and to hear you to uh, orate, you know, everything that I'm thinking, you know, everything that I want to say. You just do such a good job of conveying um, and highlighting each and every single person. And um, we're, I'm so grateful for the work that you do for to prepare to give people mental resiliency Hey, I'm thankful. Thank you. Cole's my son, and I say you're my spiritual son. I'm honored to have this conversation with both of you as men. You guys and, and myself, I mean, it's it really is. It's an honor to it's an honor to champion the hearts of men and to invest in those that are around me. And, and both of you, I'm thankful and grateful for both of you. You love me so well. And my own son. All my children, I say, are my sweet friends. But like I said earlier, Ben, you've become such a sweet friend in my life. And it's so fascinating to be a part of the inner workings of the life of another human being and to be able to, to see the healing and see the restoration and the honor and the privilege of sitting with those in their pain, the reward is that you get to see them come out of that. You have the opportunity to have that front row seat and the privilege to witness how they have walked the path and stayed the path. And that your story then, and your story, Cole, that I love there's this quote that uh, actually Cole Shea gave me that picture that it's by Morgan Harper Nichols and it says your story of resilience will stir up hope in others and that's how I feel about both of you guys your both of your stories of resilience and I love that then that mental resilience that we've developed and and we'll continue God will help us get stronger and stronger he says that we're more than conquerors because of his love for us so go get him tiger <laughs> we're ready we're ready to, to hear your 
your story uh, from your competition tomorrow and, and seeing what Cole captures. So thank you guys for being on. And I want to say thank you to our listeners uh, of Yellow Soul. Thank you for tuning in with us today and being here in this dialogue with myself and Cole and Ben Valdez. And we hope that you gain some clarity, joy, insight along the way. We hope that maybe this was the best part of your day today. So until next time, friend, cheers. Thank you guys for being on. And we'll have our 2.0 conversation after your competition, Ben. Right on. I'm stoked. Good night, guys. Bye. Bye.